0: Halfway through the day, he just looked her in the eye and he just said, I can't fucking do this anymore. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, are you not enjoying like our company together? And he's like, you don't have a fucking chin. back in the office or sometime. I know. So, for those
1: <laughs> that don't know, um Courtney and I actually know each other from an agency that we used to work at together and the funny thing is is that I at the agency was one of the people who had actually interviewed her and ended up being her boss, so she's my direct report. Um and great. we had a really yeah, we had a really awesome relationship and we've like kept in touch ever since, like not only on social media but like we always use each other as references.
0: Yeah. Now, like the last person that called me for a reference I hyped you up so much and I, I literally said like yeah I kind of like don't like my current manager and I just really miss Maria she was like the best manager I had like always on top of her shit like well obviously I said it professionally like always on top of her like tasks not shit <laughs> and just like made her out to be the because she really is the best person like really like you are like the best like probably like person I like reported under and like worked under and it always like makes my heart flutter a little bit and it
1: gets a little warm whenever
0: I think about it. I'm like, ah. I'm not crying. You're Good crying.
1: <laughs> we'll be crying <laughs> soon. It's okay. I know. And what I like, I mean, I had Hannah on the podcast too when we were talking about it. We're like, you know, like one of the best things that like we found from that agency were like truly the people. Cause I think mm-hmm. like those are just like some unforg- unforgettable connections. Cause like, I don't know if you ever got a chance to work with Jess, but like, I still work with, or I'm sorry, I still, like, talk to Jess. I still ask Mm -hmm. for guidance. Like, obviously, Hannah's still a good friend. Like, you and I, like, talk, Mm -hmm. you know, so so often here and there. And then, like, obviously now you're here, which is really cool. But what I do love is that you always, one, you always have, like, the fucking most random shit on your Instagram when it comes to dating. And (laughs) And it's always these, like, the weirdest and most interesting ways that, like, one, people reach out to you, um to like whenever i respond you're like oh you can't believe you wouldn't believe like x y and z that happened or yeah. like certain yeah. ways that you've interacted me even on a dating podcast for like stories that you've had and so i was like dude i like i just need to like i need <laughs> to have you on here because you've just i feel like you've kind of seen it all and like you've met your ex on dating yeah. apps like you worked at like um like a bridal dress like shop or business or yeah. company mm-hmm. b2b company i'm like totally butchering that but
0: okay yeah we sold wedding gowns that was yeah, it. yeah. It's, it's
1: fine it's fine minor details yeah. but um so i guess <laughs> like what i guess i'm just gonna start with this like are, <laughs> okay. are, are you
0: dating uh i think i kind of gave up on love but like i'll still just try to talk to people i'm on hinge and that's the only thing i'll reply on but i'm on tinder but it's kind of like when i get bored and i poop i'll like <laughs> swipe but I never, like, replied to anybody on Tinder, but, like, I was, like, on Bumble before. I was on Coffee Meets Bagel. I think there was, like, a time when I got, like, really bored during quarantine, so, like, I paid for, like, oh, click here for, like, a premium. I was, like, might as well fucking see what's up and do a SWOT analysis of, like, each, like, dating app. And let me tell you, my self-esteem on Tinder went fucking up because ten, over 10,000 people liked me. I'm, like, oh, I'm valuable.
1: Shut the fuck. Up. Okay, so that's yeah. kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and I just had um. So I I also had recorded a dating apps episode, and and one of the things I was really curious about is like, why Tinder has made a comeback? Because I remember a time um. So I'm actually not on dating apps anymore, mm-hmm. but I remember. It, thank you. It's <laughs> so great. Um. I remember a time where this was like maybe six years ago, where right. I, like Tinder was it. Tinder was cool. Like Tinder yeah. was like the place to be, mm-hmm. place to meet people, and then it kind of like. Over time, what I heard from friends is that it turned into a sex app. And then, (laughs) now, it has this weird fucking transition back to, like, a dating app. And I don't know what they did or how or why, but, like, I kind of want to know, like, what is it about Tinder that's eye-opening for people now?
0: I think Tinder, they're just trying to... I don't know. They do a thing where it's, like, you can, like... It's just exclusively, like, for meeting friends now. I'm like, that's kind of cool. And I think just now, like... People are just bored during quarantine. Some people can't get out of quarantine. And I don't know. And like couples are bored. Like you won't. Like I've seen so many couples on Tinder. And like when I did purchase the whole like. Oh like see who likes you kind of thing. Like there were so many couples that were just like. Are you down to fuck? Because we're down to fuck. And we want to try Asian pussy. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to slide to see what you guys would say. And now I feel really uncomfortable. And just. Okay, Jerome and Jessica.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, they're like really getting diverse here with like their like circle of threesomes.
0: No, and then just, um, I even had like some people, they were just on dating apps to look for potential people to kind of be on these like short series like on YouTube for like dating shows. My friend, um, he found, some person on LinkedIn found him. I was like, a person found you through LinkedIn to be on a dating show? He's like, yeah, I interviewed and everything. Um, I unfortunately didn't get on, but like that's how people are like finding hot young singles to be on these dating shows. Unless, like, I guess if you want to go on The Bachelor, that's like the premiere, the creme de la creme of dating shows to get like your clout up. But
1: that's so weird. Yeah. You know, do you know who Dan Belzerian is? No, he's like the dude that got really famous on like gambling. Like, if you look at his social media, he has like five million followers, and it's like all he does is like party on boats with mm-hmm. guns. And like 15 chicks around him at all times. And he's like 5'9, super ripped, like just like really aggressive. But, anyways, he like tried to like match me on Bumble. Yeah. And I think what happens is like these like stars or these celebrities, what they do is they go on dating apps and they try to get like free, attractive women to like come on and like be like present for like be like social media present pretty much where they don't have to pay models, uh-huh. but they can get like free local girls to like kind of like build up that whole thing. And that's why I think with people reaching out on, like, LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. and other kind of, like, dating apps, it's kind of that concept of, like, all right, well, how can we get people that are, like, local, the everyday person Mm -hmm. but still attractive? We don't have to pay, like, top dollar, right? Yeah. It's kind of, like, an easy way to, like, transition outside of, like, the mold, Mm -hmm. Um, and you can probably get a little bit more diverse.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, too, that you say, like, oh, like, this, like, famous person. So when I was actually working at, like, um, my past company, Mm -hmm. this bridal company, um, I would have to go to trade shows and, like, there'd be models there, and um like I remember it was like the height of like that movie like to all the boys who I ever loved with like Noah Centino and he was like the hot throb of the year because Laura Jean and whatever so I learned through the models that in LA I guess there's this ex- exclusive dating app where like all the models are on there all the actors are on there and I'm like that's how actors and models end up dating because there's a special dating app where you just connect and you have to be referred to and I'm like
1: and I want to know how to get on that secret app. Is it called
0: Raya? Possibly mm-hmm. because I remember I remember Fire for some reason.
1: That's the festival. That's like the Fire Festival. you talking about the the.
0: No, I just I just remember like the R was somewhere in that dating app, and it's probably that. Yeah, it is. So yeah.
1: I had a I had a girlfriend that was actually like on it, and she tried <gasps> to get me. She sent me an invitation, and so what they do is they reevaluate your social media, what? and it's interesting because you have to have like a certain amount of followers. I mean, I only have like. 1200 or something like it's not a bit ba- it's like a normal average account like i'm mm-hmm. not trying to grow for any social status yeah. mm-hmm. but she's like oh like you need to get on it and that's how she exclusively dated like baseball players basketball players musicians Damn like girl like that. okay but it's yeah. but in all reality it's kind of trash because if you're the everyday kind of like girl or guy or whomever you may be right like mm-hmm. a lot of times it's hard dating these individuals because when they travel so you're taking flights all the time and like It's dependent, right? Like, a lot of times they'll probably, like, fly you out, but then you're sitting in this, like, empty house, and you know that they probably, one, have a girlfriend, and so they're looking for, like, side pussy, too. Like, they probably are just juggling multiple women in different cities because that's what would happen to her all the time. She would notice. She's like, oh, well, this guy has a girlfriend here, or I noticed that he's dating this person, and then yet he's still on dates with me telling me he loves me wants my kids, wants to buy a house together. And they're literally looking at physical property. So it's kind of, like, this interesting dynamic of... Is this the lifestyle that you really want? Or do you just kind of want to be a sugar baby? Right.
0: I mean, I guess being a sugar baby is kind of nice sometimes. (laughs) Like, I've just been contemplating this for the last year. And, like, I don't know. I'm kind of like a food hoe, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes if I'm really craving sushi, I'll just, like, book a date and be like, yeah, just meet me here. And just... Wow.
1: Savage. Uh, Okay, so...
0: (laughs) You're looking at me like...
1: What the fuck is this girl on? I
0: just I used to I think I I think in college it used to be so much more worse because I was a broke college student. Yeah. I got like a stipend from my internship to only pay for my gas and yeah. you know, bitch is hungry, like I just wanna go wow. out.
1: I wanna go. Bitch gotta dinner. eat, am I right? Yeah, basically <laughs>
0: and like I don't know. It used to be worse because like it was every day I would just have to like flirt with somebody to get my next meal. But now it's like, oh, whenever I have a nice craving for like sushi because sushi is expensive um it's gonna suck because now like you're gonna think every time i go because i go out for sushi all the time and i know you look at my stories yeah bitch and then then even my like uh, my old product manager um she's like yeah i see you go to this place all the time it's our favorite place like how are you affording to go there all the time i'm just like
1: "Ah." i'm about to be like who's taking you to this time let me get (laughs) fbi's ass
0: well because like my uncle he owns the sushi place so like um oh yeah so like sometimes I wonder I'm like do you wonder why I keep bringing in these like different guys whenever I come here and so I think he kind of learned like never to give me like freebies whenever there's a guy there but if I bring my girlfriend he'll be like oh here's a free like sushi grill oh here's like this appetizer or whatever um we love it yeah
1: if you ever want to take me on a date <laughs> because I <want> <laughs> I city. will
0: I will of course take you on a date yes um But it also kind of goes into, um, just, I go to my uncle's place, too, because of my fear of, like, people leaving me on dates, because it's, like, happened to me before. Like, I remember somebody left me at a Starbucks, and that scarred me, and then I was at this bar in downtown LA, and I knew this guy was gonna leave, and I I just knew it, so, like, I booked it before he booked it. I just, like, walked out before, like, the bill even came, because I was like, I'm not gonna get, like, shown up again, and... Like, my brother has, like, this, so, like, when I got left at the Starbucks, my brother was like, honestly, you getting left at Starbucks, it's not the worst thing that can happen to you in the world, and I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Somebody just fucking left me at Starbucks, and they stole my jacket, and, <gasps> like, yeah, they stole, I had my Adderall for my finals, I was like, how the fuck am I gonna pass my finals, because, like, I took my jacket that had my fucking Adderall, and, like, I have ADHD, and I'm dumb as fuck, and I cannot pass this, like, business calc class, because, you know, not all Asians are good at math. I fucking suck at math. Um, <laughs> um,
1: so I needed
0: I needed that Adderall so bad. And um, and then my brother was like, let me tell you about my my friend. I was like, okay, what happened to your friend? He's like, well, so she drove from Orange County to Pasadena, which is about like, you know, like a 50-minute drive yeah. an hour to meet this guy. Um, they met there. They carpooled from Pasadena to the Grove. That's another 40-minute drive. Halfway through the date, he just looked her in the eye and he just said, I can't fucking do this anymore. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, are you not enjoying like our company together? And he's like, you don't have a fucking chin. And then she was like,
1: shut right?
0: the up." And then, and then I was like, wait, so like, did they just stop? And then he's like, yeah. So and then my friend was like, okay, yeah, like, let's just end here. And the guy was like, wait, let me go to the restroom really quick. He never returned from the restroom. He just drove home without her. So my brother said to me, me picking you up from Starbucks isn't the worst thing because you're down the block. I had to pick up my friend. I had to drive from, yeah, like where we live in Orange County. I had to pick her up from the Grove, drive to the Grove to her, and then carpool from the Grove together with her to Pasadena and then to get her a car because it was at that dude's house. And I was like, did you fucking egg his house? Did you fucking egg his house? Did you like spit bubble balls on it? Because that shit's hard to get out of the walls. And then he's like, no, we just left. And I was like, And so I was like, nobody's never told me I don't have a fucking chin and decided to leave me at the fucking Grove. That's
1: fine. My fucking jaw is on the floor. Yeah. I think I had it open for like a good two minutes Dude, while you were Dude, no, that's
0: not even the worst story. Because then I said this story to this other guy. I happened I to be on a date with him. Um, and he's like, nah, man, that's not the worst. And I was like, what do you mean that's not the fucking worst? And then he was like... So my friend, I was like, you fucking know this person? He's like, yeah, it was kind of like a group of friends that were, like, involved in this, but um, my two friends went out, and um, are you familiar with the South Coast Plaza? I'm sure you are.
1: Me, yes. Or are you, or is this yes. part of the story?
0: Yes, but, um, so apparently, he fucked her in one of the parking garages. I'm pretty sure it's the one next to, like, Dintai Um I know that one, yeah, yes. Yeah, so every time I go <laughs> to this parking garage, I'm like, oh, that's where that story happened. Um, but basically... He said, like, yeah, my friend fucked this girl, and he, it was hot that day, and then in my head, I was like, why the fuck would you fuck in a parking garage on a hot-ass day? But okay, whatever, it's each their own, get your kink on, mm-hmm. um, and then he's like, hey, can you get us some water, um, because the concession stand is, like, next to, like, that entrance where the parking garage is, can you get us, like, two water bottles, here's five dollars. After he saw her, like, leave, and she was out of sight, he booked it, and I was like, what? You fucked Your friend fucked this girl in the back of his car, gave her $5 with the trust that she would come back and he would be there to give water, and he just, like, left her there. And I just went to your house, and I got confused. I didn't know where to park. And then sometimes I get lost in parking garages. I'm like, oh, did I park in, like, wing B, B A? Was I on floor, like, four or five? I can only imagine that poor girl's, like, like, just anxiety. I'm like, oh, shit, was it, like, level two? three. were we in that corner that corner were we next to that car wait no like he parked there and I can only just like imagine like just her sheer fear so my most irrational fear that not many people know about and now they will is
1: I'm so ready somebody
0: just like leaves me and tells me they need you go to the bathroom or like if I leave them for like any Time during the day, I get like my just like, my anxiety just like shoots through, through the roof. Mm-hmm. I start shaking like a cold chihuahua on a winter's day. I'm just like, oh, fuck something's gonna happen. And one time that did happen on a date, but he was like, oh no, sorry, I was just taking a shit. And I was like, thanks for being honest. And yeah.
1: But that's but so okay, so you've had you said two stories where that's happened to you, where somebody's left you, right? The first yeah. one was at Starbucks, but I kind of my question is, is like. At what point did you know that he was going to like leave?
0: I think like I just can kinda tell when somebody's like lying or bullshitting. So because I lie and I bullshit on dates when I want to get out of them, especially if it's a really bad date. So I think like we were like at this bar. It was like it was the far bar in like downtown LA, um, in Little Tokyo. And um we were kind of sitting there and that's kinda awkward because he just Kind of made me feel dumb in a lot of ways, and he's like very condescending. I was just like, fuck mm-hmm. and then um, he was like, and then he just like, I knew he was like on his phone for most of the time, and all of a sudden he got this random call, quote unquote, random call. He's like, Oh, sorry, my friend is like, blah blah, on the four or five, you just got into your car accident, so it's an emergency, like, I need to go help him now, like, oh my god, I need to go pee first. And I was like, I'm not gonna risk this because I feel like when people have to like over explain something mm-hmm. in an emergency, like, and they don't give, like, a follow-up of, like, oh, do you just want to, like, you know, chill at my place, like, while I'm doing that, or, like, can we just do, like, he's just, just, like, I gotta go, I gotta book it, Mm -hmm. um, I just kind of knew, so I was just, like, nah, I'm not down. I know he works for, like, the Irvine PD now, so every time, like, I see, like, an Irvine cop, or if I get pulled over by, like, some Asian guy, I'm just, like, oh, fuck, is this the guy I fucking left at that bar maybe he was telling the truth, maybe he'll like give me a fake ass ticket for like, I don't fucking know.
1: And that's so uncomfortable. I would always think that like, right, if you're going into a date and you kind of know that like this could be awkward, like have an out beforehand, just say like, oh, by the way, I'm already like supposed to meet a friend like at XYZ in time. So then you're like really not bound to being with that person. Mm -hmm. And then if like, you really feel like you're enjoying your time. Just like, oh, like, by the way, like, you know, whatever, I had an event cancellation or something like that. And I feel like that makes it a little bit easier versus trying to make uh-huh. an excuse to leave. Yeah. And I kind of, like, wonder, like, where a dude's head is at and, and a woman's head, I guess, mm-hmm. in that sense, in in leaving, I guess. Because I always think that that's so fucked up, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. for example, like, when your friend got left on the way to – or your brother's friend right got left like mm-hmm. in the midst of going to burbank like at like a restaurant or something like the dude just like fucked up and he's like yo you don't got a chin and then bounces, <laughs> bounces. <laughs> i just think the
0: chin part is so funny because i okay okay just a little tangent i was like can i just see what she looks like Question, and then yeah. yeah and then my brother's like no you can't i was like well like is she overweight like does she have a and then my brother's like no, just you know, some people just have that extra turkey gobble down there and she just so happened to have like extra skin between like her chin and her neck that just kind of like melded into one, but she's like average weight or like kinda slim, and I was like, Wow, that must really haunt her.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I have met a I've met a man before whom um
0: did he have a neck fetish?
1: Or not neck fetish, <laughs> fetish? But. No, we met up and he was like really nice. I think I was like in a weird place. And I was like, I had just gotten on dating apps. Like this is like a while ago. And uh-huh. um, like he was actually the first person I talked to. And he was like decent to talk to. And then we we had met up. And then I too realized he had no chin. <laughs> and I <it> was like. <laughs> 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 I, now in that scenario, I didn't leave. Because we just, we had a good conversation, like, he was Uh interesting, but, like, I remember all I could think about was, like, this person doesn't have a chin. (laughs) And now, now that I think about it, I was, like, I wonder if, like, I meet people and they're just, like, holy shit, this girl XYZ, right? Like, you think, like... Stop, you're hot. Like, right, but no, but, like, you really think about, like, what if this person, like, what if there's people out there or what if there's something you don't see about Mm -hmm. yourself that there's, like... A certain thing that they don't like that you do, or this weird fidget that you have, and they're just oh like, Holy shit, she yeah. does this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I always fear that, and you because you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. You're on dating apps, like. You're, you don't know this person. It's not like you and I. We're like, we've worked together. We've seen each other in action. So we've seen like weird things that we do, but it's not like <laughs> yeah. we accept each other, right? Yeah. Whereas like a first person you meet, it's you put a persona on over the phone. You don't, most of the time you really don't have a FaceTime. I think now it's... really now. Well, oh. maybe I don't, but a lot of people yeah. now are going in the whole FaceTime date route and then they go yeah. into a real date.
0: No, I need a FaceTime you because I'm not really? about to get like catfished or like... Okay. Chin fished in this situation That we're talking about Fair um, Yeah just I don't know I think it kind of saves me The trouble of like oh like Do I actually want to meet up with this person Cause like you know FaceTime you can kind of see Their facial expressions Mm. what they look like Do they and just oh FaceTime saved me so much time from getting ready I'm just like I can just be chilling at home But um, Yeah there are some guys Where are just kind of like just the way sometimes people can text and the way they talk even like a phone call like it's just totally different and yeah just,
1: mm-hmm. I, no you're right you're, you're absolutely right i think like maybe i look and i always say this where it's like i look for like such a certain type of texter and usually the texter that i look out for is the person that has like a similar personality that i do when they uh-huh. speak so like I feel like there's really no difference in the way that I like, again, for example, think about me and you texting, Mm -hmm. right? Like the way that I text you is typically like the same way i probably text anybody. Yeah. It's just Mm -hmm. super like bold and out there. Like Mm -hmm. I'll text you like 17 things at like once. I love it. You know, but that's like the way that I speak. Mm -hmm. And it's also the way that I that I speak to, to people that I'm meeting, say like online. Yeah. Right. So there's no difference. So I feel like I don't leave anything up for like interpretation or surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to like overanalyze, like, am I spelling everything correctly? Am I saying everything right? Am I removing mm-hmm. all the likes? Cause I want somebody to understand that like, right here, as I say, like, like that, that's part of my vocabulary. That's how I speak. That's just like a, Californian way, whatever of like Mm -hmm. dialect. Um, I say like, I'm a lot to fill space or Mm -hmm. that there's certain ways like that. I have like a lot of crazy, like tonal ranges and and things like that, which I actually didn't realize until somebody point. Well, so the, the, the dude that I'm dating now, he was just like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. He's like, because you will start talking and then you just like, uh, you like raise your vocal range on like certain words that you say. And I didn't realize that there was like such a, like a different, range and, like, vocality. It's like, that's a
0: word. I don't know. I worked with you for, like, close to a year. I'm just like, maybe it's, like, was he born in Southern California?
1: I Well, so he lived in New Zealand for, like, a year. Okay. So I think maybe that's why. it's Like, Mm -hmm. again, like, the way that people speak is going to be a little bit different. But I always think that that's kind of interesting because nobody's ever told me that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty, like, cognizant of how I speak and... Like I know how my voice sounds because I teach spin, so I have to hear it on the mic and then yeah. hearing it back play mm-hmm. on like the podcast too. So maybe it's just like a hymn thing and I don't know. But little things like that, I think mm-hmm. I again I just try to leave not leave like most things up to surprise. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not about me. But what I did oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But what I did wanna know, so I know we talked a little bit before this. Mm-hmm. You had you were saying that So since you've been on dating apps, you ended up uh-huh. investing in every single app to kinda do like a SWOT analysis on Yes everything and to just do a comparison of like you know why are people choosing say like coffee meets bagel versus bumble versus mm. like tinder so I kind of want to know like your findings your experience and like <laughs> where like your head's kind of at when you're at in dating apps uh,
0: so yeah I invested in coffee meets bagel tinder bumble and hinge I think out of all them hinge is probably my favorite um because I don't know people in coffee meets bagel just tend to be like really fucking boring I'm sorry Bumble, I just like, now I know what it's like when a guy messages you and you don't message them back because I'm just like, the fuck you, bitch. I liked you. Be appreciative that I picked you. Why the fuck are you replying? So I'm just like, screw that. Um, and then, but through all of it, you can you get like the instant gratification because you see like all the people that for sure like you that sometimes you're like, oh, this person's like too attractive for me or like this person's like way too hot or like this person's like too good to like like me back that you would expect the other way. But I feel like for, like, Bumble and Tinder, because they are very, like, swipe-heavy in a mm-hmm. sense, um, it's kind of, like, it kind of makes you, like, raise yourself a and like, oh, fuck, like, yeah, you like me, oh, yeah. But Tinder, I thought, was just, like, oh, my God, this thing likes me. Like, there are many fascinating people on Tinder, like, there's vampires on tinder apparently wait what
1: what? i'm sorry
0: there are people who claim to be vampires on tinder and i'm just kind of like okay then and there's a lot of couples on tinder that are looking for some freaky stuff and i told you before like jerome and jessica messaged me saying like yo like we're down we kind of want to try some asian pussy and i'm just kind of like
1: we love Jerome and Jessica. Bold move.
0: <laughs> so bold, like J and J, like just waiting for your know, wedding nuptials and just like I don't know, like I think Tinder like really boosted my self esteem because it always like would be like oh like upgrade to see like who likes you, but like when I actually like upgraded, it was like like nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine plus, and it would just keep going and going and going, um, because like at the same time like I did upgrade for some subscriptions because I did like want to like put a height on the person I wanted to be with and um the height thing is only because my brothers are both like 5'11 and like six foot and I want a guy that's kind of around the same height even though I'm pretty petite I'm like 5'3 mm-hmm. um but
1: yeah right you're now. like you were wearing heels today and you're like shorter than I am and I'm like fuck man i was like god I'm just a tall ass bitch over here
0: I like it though because I'm like ah still looking up to her even physically <laughs> Looked up to her as a mentor, looking up to her, because, wow, just beautiful Russian face right here. Bless. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but you can also, like, I know for some people, like, my friend, she's, like, very, um, she's, like, a devout Christian, so she prefers just to be with Christian guys, and mm-hmm. obviously, like, more Christian people kind of want to be on, like, regular dating apps and, like, upgrading to those where it's, like, you can set your religious parameters, you can set, like, your political parameters. I see why that would make sense, but... If you are all listening right now, Hinge is the way to go because just everything else is kind of trash. Or you're gonna meet some boring ass people. Mm. Um, Tinder's kind of fun though, cause I I don't really like go on it to meet people. I just kind of go on it for like validation. Hinge, I'll go on to like try to make a connection and try to make things work. But um, you you kind of meet some sus people and some people that you're just like. <laughs> oh my god, I thought this person only existed in the movies with, like, such a horrible personality, but wow, who you are being, like, super shallow when, like, you kind of don't have anything to, like, hold yourself to be shallow. not saying, like, you can be shallow if, like, you're attractive or, like, you make mm-hmm. a lot of money, but I'm just like,
1: why are you such an asshole kind of thing? And, yeah, so... God, dating, dude, dating is seriously so fucking weird. Like, it don't is. miss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um... And this is gonna be out by the time this releases, but episode ten is actually gonna be with my boyfriend. I know. Okay. Oh, you guys made it official. We did. Ah! we did. Sorry, I made this go sound. <laughs> we yeah, we definitely we definitely did. Um, and we we kind of like talked about uh, yeah. So episode ten, and obviously this is gonna be the the release, but mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about um, porn and kind of Ooh. like we we have like a very differentiating views. On porn. So, like, I'm oh more pro-porn and he's, like, not necessarily when it comes to, like, That's being so in a relationship. Uh-huh. I, it's kind of, yeah, because I feel like the roles are reversed there. That
0: is very reversed, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, like, the fluidity scale and, like, what it means to, to, like, if it's okay to, to kiss, like, the same sex sex if you're, like, in a heterosexual relationship uh-huh. uh, while you're fluid. And then three, we talked about saying I love you. I love you and the difference between adding the I and removing the I. Um... So and then we kind of just talked about what happened since like episode two with us, but we did we met on Hinge as well, and like I kind of agree where like Hinge is like such a great platform I think to like weed out. We don't like really like questionable people, and I think that like the parameters of like what you want, what you don't want in that relationship mm-hmm. are like very well defined. Um, I like that the prom I like the prompts that they give you, and I think that there's like a better pool of people that are on there. I think people yeah. that are on Hinge mm-hmm. are like a more like serious a more serious crowd they're just like ready they're kind of like ready to date and there's yeah i mean and there's some people that i've met that were like just kind of wanting to like fuck around and that's cool too and that's great and like put that out there but i have found that it's like the least like i think creepy and weird out out of them all
0: oh yeah i just creepy and weird like i just remember this not this one but so many tinder messages i used to get that they would just be like like they would just send me like a a hypnosis gif and then like hypnosis and then they just like do some weird shit like oh like i'm hypnotizing you to have sex with me i'm just like what the fuck you creepy ass like motherfucker like who the fuck you think you are and just but i've also met a lot of my good friends through tinder Mm -hmm. hinge i actually met my current friends friends through hinge
1: oh okay Um, and sometimes i mean and sometimes that's fucking cool like you're i don't know i've always said that like just because you're compatible with somebody doesn't mean that that's your, like your person. And like Mm -hmm. for the person that you're like hooking up with or friends with benefits with like, right. Like maybe you guys have a great bond, but it's just not like emotionally, mentally there, even if it's physically there. And that's fine. If you're Mm -hmm. both on an agreement of like allowing you to like explore your bodies and explore what you like and don't like and whatever, and have that like disconnect Mm -hmm. of saying like, we're not even dating. great As long as those boundaries are drawn. And I think that there's a lot of people that like think that, they have that established but they don't draw the boundaries and that's where the problem like mm-hmm. begins to lie but again yeah if you're in a place where you both are like in an understanding to have that then fuck yeah fuck it up like why does it matter right yeah. like mm-hmm. we're in the 21st century where i don't think like not any of that is taboo like for women if we want to have sex if we want to have one night stands like mm-hmm. great get after it because if men are doing the same thing like why is it impossible for us right and yeah. so um but yeah and if a dating app is like the easiest way for us to like meet people and do that then yeah because you're not gonna go in a bar and be like hey johnny like you want to fuck like that yeah and work. i feel like yeah and i
0: feel like like people do that less nowadays because like at least with a dating app you know that person's like kind of available like, if you go to the bar and you see a guy that's single you're just kind of like
1: is he single yeah.
0: is he out is he gay
1: half the time they're know. fucking removing their rings and like yeah doing whatever else it's, All, like shady yeah. shit out there yeah. I just, I can't. Yeah. Speaking of removing rings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like my transition. I know. I was like, oh, okay, where's this going? <laughs> um, on dating apps, have you ever like run into people that were like married and looking for partners? It's usually people that are like dating and looking for like a third.
0: No, just like, just
1: part, like boyfriend,
0: girlfriends, married couples, like looking for a third. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I don't think I could ever get to that level because I, I feel like I'm such a possessive person. especially like I feel like the way like my body and like how I am like in bed it's just like I I don't think I could do that with like another person Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't know it's just crazy because like I remember I was talking to you and I was like oh did you know that like I did this giveaway for like brides and 70 percent of my brides like met their person or like met the person they married through dating apps and I was like Mm What that's crazy, and the majority of them, and then I was like very shocked for the majority. And it's like it was through Tinder, and I was like,
1: What
0: Tinder? Like, out of all, and then there's like a little springs of like, Oh, there's like plenty of fish, like okay, Cupid, uh, match.com. Oh, did you know match.com actually owns Hinge, Tinder, and some other like da- they're like a monopoly of dating apps, they got all that. Dating app data. I thought that was crazy. Like, cause, what?
1: I had no idea. This is literally news for yeah, me. Yeah, it's because like okay, so
0: I only know this because I I had a stalker through Tinder and I got a stalker through Tinder. So I reported his profile and then I got an email back from Tinder saying like, oh, like your your request would be like processed through Match.com and I was like, what the heck? And then I found him. I found him again on Hinge, and um, I was like, I'm gonna report him. And then I got a ba- I got a email back from. Um, like Hinge but it was like oh it will be like ProcessThematch.com and I was like wow just monopolizing all the dating apps out here and I'm just kind of like oh anything.
1: wow yeah I no I had no idea um, I mean I was looking up I was looking up a bunch of like stats and things on dating apps for another episode that I recorded mm-hmm. and uh I like I didn't find any like ownership from match.com and mm-hmm. probably because I was like searching like different different like areas in the space. But I yeah. think that that'd be more like public knowledge or like more like outward knowledge. But I, I know, would have never yeah. thought. Yeah, I talk about this all the time. So I think in the beginning of the pandemic, Hinge put out a study where it's like now 65% of people, if not more, are looking for serious and committed relationships. Or I feel like that number mm-hmm. was almost cut in half prior to this. And I think because Hmm. one, like people are really like looking for companionship during Mm -hmm. the time that they're alone. And I think they're now recognizing how important it is to, for them to like have a partner Mm -hmm. and not everybody's like that, which is totally fine. I think it's everybody's prerogative, right? Whether or not you want to have somebody that's close to you in life and some people more independent than others. Um, But yeah, so it all makes sense why like dating apps are surging, right? And I don't know when Match was able to, 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 or like oh I don't know the proper terminology but to like own the other networks Mm -hmm. right but I assume it's like a little bit more recent than not yeah
0: I think when I looked it was like at least three years ago if not longer Mm -hmm. and I was like wow that's like I wonder who just like whoever oversees it it's like they're like the god of like dating apps it's just like oh I know who you're dating. I know who you're flirting on the side with. I know who your side hoe is because you met them, but they probably don't have enough time to do that. But I'm just like, if I was like nosy enough, I'd be like, oh, what's going on today? What's the tea? But
1: what's the tea? Do you ever wonder if like those people are like in super committed relationships or are married or like what their dating life is Mm -hmm. actually like, even though they're like running these like dating companies? I feel
0: like they have like sex parties and they have like
1: (laughs) the person they're gonna be like, oh, like
0: I'm like a polygamist, which is fine um, and, but there's only, like, the one person who's my love of my life that, mm. like, that I have an emotional connection with, and Mormons. I mean, <laughs> no, no, I actually, so my friend, um, he's, like, big on TikTok, he's big on, like, um, Instagram, and he's always telling me, like, oh, yeah, I hit up with this girl, blah, 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 and then I just kind of asked him one day, I was, like, dude, what's your body count, like, I just need to know, and he's, like, I lost count at, like, 300, like, two years ago, and I was, like, you're 23, bro. 23? Yeah. But he I don't even like, know 300 people. And just like, it, just, but then he's like, but then one day he was like, I met the love of my life. And I was like, oh, good. So you're going to settle? He's like, no, I'm going to let her go because she's going to Harvard Law and I don't want to hold her back. And yeah, we fuck every so often. We talk about the people we have sex with, but we're just like strictly like, you know, platonic, but we still love each other. I'm just like, what? What the actual fuck is wrong? What the fuck? okay like and I was like you know you do you like I can't stop a person from like yeah pursuing whatever sexual endeavors they have and I will keep it that way
1: and it makes me wonder too I was like you know like do like apps and such accessibility allow us to kind of pivot away from like monogamy right I think it's just like Mm -hmm. such an interesting concept nowadays because I think that like a lot of us really rock are part of the statistic of wanting, like, that kind of, like, mm-hmm. everlasting, kind of, like, baby boomer, like, long-term yeah. relationship, right? But then mm-hmm. the other part of us is, like, while I have so much accessibility to social media and I can fill the void mm-hmm. of, like, loneliness with, like, all the people that I connect with on the daily. And so my love life, like your friend, is kind of, like, well, I found love, but I can kind of drown that out with all these other, you know, 400 mm-hmm. women or whatever that yeah. are, like, constantly in my DMs or, like, connecting with me, blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. I... I don't know, but it's like rather shocking whenever I, I think about it because yeah. I was like now being in like this, like happy and quote unquote, like thriving relationship. I'm, I'm like so happy for you. Thanks. Man. I'm <laughs> pretty happy too. But it like, but that uh, like I, I can barely talk to like one or two people at like once. So thinking yeah. about like having to juggle mm-hmm. like multiple people that are like in your inbox, constantly craving your attention or really mm-hmm. wanting something more with you, like I, I don't know, it just kind of like boggles my mind and like I just don't have the brain capacity for it and I don't yeah. know if like that generation and I forget how old you are but like judging 26. Me, okay. Yeah. Okay. For some reason I thought like probably 27, 28 but. I'm turning 27 in a few months. Nice. Yeah. Alright, I was right on yeah. it. But mm-hmm. with his generation, right, like that younger generation where like mm-hmm. they're part of that crowd of like really kind of breaking the mold of like I feel like that like monogamous state for a lot of us and yeah. so I just kind of wonder where like the statistics for marriage and statistics statistics for like long-term like love are really gonna be at mm-hmm. um in the next like 10 years
0: yeah well i think it's interesting because like as i was working through bridal and stuff it's like it's so weird it's either like you get married early or mm-hmm. you get married late like i would rarely feature a bride on our instagram and blog or like i would rarely like get a story that a bride was like in her mid-20s like she either got like married like really early like like fucking 18 like fuck, you want to get married at 18? Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was just discovering things at 18. And, Question, yeah. were
1: they virgins before that happened? I don't know if they disclosed that to you. No,
0: I'm really sure they okay. don't. But, um, like, I don't know, just, like, and some of them were, like, older, were, like, the more, the brides I tend to like more was because, like, their weddings were kind of, like, they were nicer because, you know, they were kind of, like, well off into life. They had their careers established. They themselves were just kind of, like, you know, they were they were their own person without their partner and they were like kind of like in their early 30s and like those weddings i was just like i like that i like mm-hmm. that i hope my friends are like that so i can go party at that kind of wedding i don't know what's gonna happen but maria sent me an invite
1: <laughs> uh, i'm deceased like,
0: that was a good little plug in there
1: you heard it first here. Um, oh, we heard it you first know. here. He just and, got divorced, so I think it's gonna be like a really long time here.
0: Yeah, and then, um, and then just you know the younger brides where they would always do like these cute little like rustic barn weddings. Like they were still cute. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Little string lights, like and stuff like that. the um, Outfitters, you know. Yeah, like I don't know, whatever. And just um, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, wow, it's just so interesting to see. There, like some people are like so gung ho, like I want to get married now, and then some people are just like, I'm gonna wait it out and find the person that I want, and it's just interesting because I did send you that like video of like the lawyer saying like oh like you know the older you get the lower chance you have of getting divorced because you know you're so established into life like you know what you want you know red flags you can see like oh there's a pattern with this person like I Mm -hmm. don't want to be with them and um yeah so just but then they always say the same shit like no matter what age they're just like I knew they were the one for me. I'm just like, how do you know they're the one? And, like, I would creep on the bride's, like, Instagram. I would even creep on the groom's Instagram. But, like, I just, like, whenever, they're like, I knew they were the one for me, I'm just like, what happens? Like, does the world stop? Does everything turn, like, brighter? Does the blue look bluer? Like, like what? Like what happens? Does like the Olivia Rodrigo song like "Cars" or "Driver's License"? Oh, "Driver's License," my bad. Go on
1: in the background, like. Dude, let me tell you, I'm on the driver's license train right now. Like, have you? Did you see the reels I posted the other day where it was like yes. the woman? She's like, she's like, she's like being forty and married in the bathtub and still pretending that you resonate with like "Driver's License," and she's like drinking champagne, crying in the bathtub. And I was just like, dude, not like, Cardi- I felt this. Yeah.
0: No, no, Cardi B was all like, yo, like. I don't even have a car, but this song makes me want to get my driver's license to experience. I was like, "Cardi fucking D, yes. Dude, she gets it. Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know, just like, this, like I don't know, like maybe not Olivia, like Rodrigo, but like maybe like an Ed Sheeran song. And it's like that, that corny ass song, every person plays at every fucking wedding that I hear mm-hmm. now. But mm-hmm. I mean, there are nice parts where like, when somebody did submit their like bridal entry, um, I liked the videos a lot because you would hear their vows and then I would just cry for a good five minutes out of my workday to dedicate crying to like wow these are like really beautiful vows and just like and then I think now being single and trying to find somebody I'm just like wow it's like it really is special when you find somebody and I'm just kind of like but it is also very special to be single and knowing your worth and not settling and being miserable in a marriage well you were you might divorce later. So <laughs> we're going to add the snaps here. Snapping,
1: And so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I like, I really wanted to know is, is like, I know that you had like a huge bank of like, kind of like best stories or great stories mm-hmm. or interesting stories. Like when it came to the brides, is there something that you can think of that's like top of mind, I guess, when it comes to, um, I guess like why people are getting married, their feelings, like anything, I guess like people would submit that would like resonate with others.
0: Um, Honestly, what I thought was like,
1: I don't know if I'll answer it entirely, but I always thought it was really
0: weird whenever a girl would be like, I need to get married in this dress, but I haven't found a boyfriend yet, but I know I'm going to get married in this dress. I'm just like, what are you? Are you fucking okay? Are you on dope or something? Like,
1: Wait, these people are messaging your brand? Yeah, like and they, would,
0: that? they would either message a brand, like whenever I posted like a story of a dress and they're like, I know I'm going to get married one day and I know I'm going to get married in this dress and this is going to be my dress and my husband's going to see me in it. But I don't have a boyfriend yet and I'm still single and I'm still looking for my boyfriend. And there'd be just like so many of these like DMs and like even comments on posts. I'm just like, that's, it just kind of makes, and then I feel like if I was a guy, like it would make me scared because I'm just like, are you marrying me just to have this big-ass party and just, like, you know, be dolled up for that day and just, like, people, like, kind of worship the ground you walk on? Or do you actually love me and you want to get married with me? Because um, it's just, like, so, like, I don't know, just kind of superficial sometimes how the bridal industry is. And I think, like, one of the saddest days, um, like... Well, I think sad in terms of, like, oh, I have to do this. But um, mm-hmm. somebody DM'd us and she said, like, hey... um, my husband and I divorced, can you please take down our, um, like, our feature on your website, and, um, our Instagram post, like, and then she explained, like, oh, he cheated on me, and I was just like, oh, that's so sad, and, like, I looked at the date when we posted it, and, like, the date she submitted, and it wasn't even, like, two years, and I was like, that's, like, I don't know, it's just so sad, and, like, I have this friend, and you know her, too, um, and, when I first met her, I thought it was interesting because, like, I hope she doesn't listen to this, or she might, and if she is. I'm really sorry. I'm just really fucking nosy. I'm so sorry. Now I want to know who it is, And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like who, are, who are we talking about? Who do we know? Um, but, like, I met her um, when I was traveling to another state, and then she was with her kids, and then I met her again at this other event back here in California, and um, I eventually added her, and I just kind of thought, like, how come, like, where are, like, the kids dad and my first like really morbid thought was like oh did he die and then mm-hmm. um it dawned on me like oh maybe she like you know like divorced him and so like after much googling and after much facebook stalking which i'm really good at um hire mm-hmm. me as a pi if anybody wants to know if like somebody's cheating on you i can find that shit out i'm about to bitch <laughs> you know becoming actually we both work in social media yeah, but still i feel like you just have yeah, much yeah. more
1: fbi credit than i do
0: but um yeah so through all of it, I found her divorce papers online, I found um, her court hearing, I found, I even found the, um, like there's this big wedding like website that people go on for like vendors and whatever, I found her feature on that too, so I found through all of it, so, even before she told me, and like we hung out one time, and she was like, oh, like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm divorced, and I was like, oh no, I didn't know that, but in the back of my head I was like, yeah, I fucking, I, I snooped through your fucking divorce papers, I saw
1: your, like, your wedding photos, who your
0: ex is and i was like no i didn't know that you
1: divorced no, no. i just think of charlie day with the whole like map <laughs> behind him like mapping out like where shit's like happening so if that's like you with all like the divorce shit like your track record of like the facebook the instagrams the divorce papers the lawyers the whatever
0: yeah i mean i think the worst thing i did to somebody was like the guy that actually stole my on my jacket i tracked him down on facebook because he blocked me on instagram I tracked it down on facebook i found his whole family i found his mom Apparently she works for the Buena Park PD for burglary. So I messaged her on Instagram and Facebook and asked her to get my jacket back. And she said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I got my jacket back. And um, Evil. I know, right? And just the guy, the stalker who was stalking me, um, I found out where he worked and I just sent all the abusive messages that he sent to me because I had not screenshot. And I sent him. I sent that to his company. So don't fuck with me if you're like listening to this and you're like, you wanna date me, do not fucking fuck with me. I will fuck you up. Just she kidding. like takes a
1: snippet of this, puts it on her Instagram and dating profile, just so everybody knows.
0: <laughs> no, I mean like you have to really just like do me wrong for me to do anything anything mm-hmm. wrong with you. But I guess I did do something wrong to somebody one time because as I was in college, I was minding my own business, I was at this boba shop, drinking my fucking boba, studying. I got this random message and then it literally said hi, are you Black and And I was like, what? And I was like, no, I think you have the wrong number. And then this number, they sent me a screenshot with this big-ass Terry Crews-looking guy with a huge penis and a Speedo. Mm-hmm. And then it said, like, text your dick pics to, like, 714, blah, 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 my number on Grindr. And then I was like who the fuck did I fucking hurt to like do this and if you're listening to this right now please don't do that to me I'm so sorry if I ghosted you if I didn't text you back but please do not put my number on Grinder or, or any other shape of something where you will spam my just I still need to change my number I should change my number oh my god I'm changing my number tonight okay but and this is the shit
1: that I'm talking about like every time I see weird things that happen on your like dating apps because you'll always post them I forget it's like on the like close friends thing or something but it's always messages like this, and I nev- I will never forget that whole grinder story. Do you want to, like, actually, do you want to fuck all these bridal stories? <laughs> I just kind of want to know about this, too.
0: I mean, yeah, just, I, I was, like, 21, so it was probably when I was being a food digger, and I was just out on the prowl trying to get some fucking food. And I probably, like, maybe goes there, like, just swerved a guy or something, but I knew that It was probably somebody that went to Vegas while, because the number that texted me asked him, like, oh, where are you? And then he said, like, oh, don't worry. I took it down. I was like, thank you, you sweet gay angel. I don't know who you are, but I hope your cock gets sucked tonight really well, because you deserve a good cock sucking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, he's like, oh, I'm in Vegas. I'm like, it has to be, like, some dumb fuck boy that goes to, like, Vegas every weekend to, like, Encore Beach Club and, like, parties it up or some shit like that. yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, ugh. But then at the same time, like, that is why wildly creative. And if I ever get pissed at somebody, I'm going to do that.
1: I just, like, (laughs) can't believe. So, like, they just put your number up for, like, dick pics? That's it? They were, like, just trying to get back at you? Like, who did you piss off? That's what I want to know. I don't
0: know. Like, there's just so many people. I just... I don't know. Like, some people are just, like, really sensitive. Um, Just... It also goes into, like, my different rules of people who I don't date. So, I actually...
1: Okay, tell like, me about this. I, I want feel to know. like I'm
0: going to offend a lot of people, but there are some good people. This like, is but, okay. Well, this is your story, yeah. so like I don't date anybody that has served in the military, Marines or Navy cuz okay. they tend to be super aggressive. I have learned to like live my own life. I don't like I am on social media, but that doesn't mean like I live like through my phone like every minute of every day. Mm-hmm. And if I don't text them back in 20 minutes, they just send all these like really abusive messages like like who are you fucking like why don't you care about me i'm just like dude i'm i'm in a zoom meeting right now i'm just busy or just you know like things like that and um i remember one year like this was before like my previous i was like 21 there's this guy and i thought it was really really weird he just kept asking for pictures from my brothers and i was like Hmm? why do you need pictures of my brothers that's kind of like low-key pedophile so like i'm 20 i was 21 so my brothers were probably like in their like early teens or some shit like that so that's like pedophile shit and then i just kind of ghosted him i was kind of rude about it because again i was young i just didn't say like hey this isn't working out but um i blocked him on everything and then when i got back to my office because um my phone number was linked to my mac in my office um it said fuck you whore you dirty ass stupid bitch like i hope you die of fucking cancer you're so fucking dumb and I was just like what the actual fuck so that's like kind of like that gave me PTSD from like dating anybody in the marines because he's part of the marines and then after that like I know it's kind of like oh I kind of look for it whenever I match with somebody that's like in the marines navy or whatever but I do feel like there's like this very aggressive like you know tone to them because like you know that's just kind of how they are like they've trained all their life and they're very like straightforward like they have to go into combat but yeah just it's yeah. not fun being
1: single but okay so like <clears throat> I don't I don't piggyback that I think that I too had a harder time with um, dating anybody that was like in in service and a lot of it was because I can't handle deployment and I can't handle long distance so yeah. I knew that for the most part right when you settle with somebody that is again like for example, like a Marine, you have to realize that they're going to go away for maybe six months, a Mm -hmm. year, a year and a half, whatever that may be. And you have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And if you're not like, why are you going to sit here and waste your time? So you have to make sure that like, if this person is active Mm -hmm. in serving, like, is this something that you can handle in your life? Mm -hmm. Right. It's the same thing as saying that like, if this person parameters are in Los Angeles and you're in, or or in your San Diego, Mm -hmm. are you okay with doing a long distance? Are you okay with doing two hour drives? Right? Like you Mm -hmm. have to find what's right in your circle and your world. And I think that that's totally fine. That's totally acceptable. Like this is not like, it's not like you're setting like a weird racial boundary. I think Mm -hmm. that that's when I think it becomes like a murky line and it becomes something that you really need to stay, take a step back and be like, well shit, like I think this is a problem within me. Mm -hmm. But I think when there's a, there's a, um, a a person that you're trying to, how am I trying to say this? Like if a person's career is, is the Mm -hmm. issue, I think that that's, that's your prerogative right it's the yeah. same thing as like dating a pilot you know that they're going to be gone for a long period mm-hmm. of time so like are you able to be a part of that yeah like i'm so fucking needy half the time where i'm like every couple of days i'm like Fuck, i want to see you you know like I, really? I can't
0: i don't take you as a needy person
1: that's so weird it's so i'm not um and i can be extremely independent but i think mm-hmm. when i find somebody that i'm extremely like compatible with like i really do like want to make like Time yeah. for somebody because I think one of my love languages is quality time. Okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think that that's where that kind of stems from. However, mm-hmm. like if we have an agreement or like say like, you know, my dude has a work trip; he needs to go on, and he's gone mm-hmm. for like a couple weeks. That's fine. We talked about that. But like mm-hmm. knowing that he's gonna be gone for six months, I can't. I can't uh, handle yeah. that. That mm-hmm. for me, and, and having no communication, that's not fucking. Mm-hmm. That's not chill in my book. Yeah. Um, so
0: like, I guess like the other flip side of it is um. So yeah, at my old company, um. There was a, a wife and husband duo. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you feel about like working and seeing your person, and then going home with your person? Like, like from like, cause it, I think relationships are healthy to a point of like having enough space when like you know there's work involved. And like I think during like the pandemic and the and just like this whole quarantine, like so many couples broke up. Like all of my friends like broke up with like their significant others. Like my ex broke up with me during quarantine. Um, like, how do you feel like you would fare just like, you know, always being with your person in a normal situation, like post-COVID, where it's just like you see them, you wake up, you go to work with them, you drive home with them,
1: you know? I could, I, personally for me, like, I wouldn't be able to like work with my significant other. I think like work is such a different boundary because I've always said that you have, <clears throat> you have like three different personalities. I think you have like your self and alone personality Mm -hmm. you have your work personality and then i think you have like your friendship personality yeah and a lot of times i think there's like a line that can be bridged right Mm -hmm. but for the most part there's like different ways that you handle every scenario so i think Mm -hmm. that like if i had to work with my significant other and say we were on the same team and i'm giving somebody tasks or delegating or they work under me or over me like Mm -hmm. i don't think that that's normal because i think that then that work Mm -hmm. comes home with you and yeah. there's no divide. So then your relationship becomes work. And so now not only are you spending your eight hours at work, now you're spending 24 hours with, now it's 24 hours of work, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's eight hours at work and it's eight hours post where you're with somebody, but most of the time you are probably talking about work, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're living with them. So then you start yeah. running out of like the everyday topics to kind of talk about. And then you're sleeping, you're dreaming about work. So mm-hmm. it just becomes this perpetual cycle oh, of like oh. working. And I can't, and I can't do that because I think that like, like as much as I like enjoy my job and I like doing what I do, like I need a break and Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm typically not a person who talks about my job all the time. Like, especially when I'm with somebody, Mm -hmm. if I'm stressed, Mm -hmm. that's when my communication about my job like exceeds and Mm which is, which has been like lately, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, it's not like me. So, and not everybody's like that. So like, I guess like that question is reverted to you now. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you feel about something like that?
0: I just feel like, because I did go into the pandemic with my ex, and, like... Did you work together? No, we just, like, we... So, my my relationship with my ex is very backwards. We started off actually on Tinder, and we went to this friends with benefits situation, because, like, um, I was in my last semester at, like, Cal State Fullerton. He was in this last semester, and then we're just kind of like, yeah, like, too busy. Seniors gotta do senior shit. Like, we're just gonna be, like, friends with benefits. Um my parents kind of kicked me out so I ended up moving in with him as just like friends with benefits and then that's when we started dating and then we just like I don't know it's just like it was just so weird and like it got up to the point where we dated for like three and a half years maybe like even four I don't know three and a half to four years and I just remember like he broke up with me like on my birthday and it was on just, your birthday yeah that's how I spent my 26th birthday I just I cried my eyes out, and just it was like, it was so weird because like the day before, like he, it was like the pandemic, obviously. So he made like this like little like escape room thing featuring Harry Potter because like I love Harry Potter, and the night before that we were like walking around like Irvine Tustin area, like looking at houses, saying like oh this is good because like the school district here is like really good for kids, and looking at engagement rings and talking about getting married and like oh how great it would be because I was working at the bridal company at the time like oh how great it would be if I could just like get a wedding dress now versus like later because I still work here and like oh do we want to have this wedding like in Thailand because his family's is Thai versus like here where like I have all my family and just it was like this weird 180 like talking about our future and the next day he just like breaks things off and it was just like I don't know it was just kind of like weird and ugh worse breakup
1: dude I'm fucking sorry that's bananas
0: yeah and i think that's why i kind of had to leave my job from bridal because like like i think working in bridal was great because like you you're just like full of like so much like love and happiness and people getting married sometimes you get the crazy bride that complains like she's not a size four but like a size zero but really like tiffany you're like a size eight not a size four
1: or zero so you just gotta suck it up girl (laughs) Just ignore the number and look good in your dress.
0: Really, that's it. Sometimes, like, if you just got a booty, it doesn't mean you're fat. You just got a nice fucking ass. That's it. Mm -hmm. If you have, like, a fucking... Thank you. Like, yeah, like, I don't think girls realize that, but whatever. And, um, I just, I literally had to take, like, a week off from work because it was just, like, um, like, I remember, like, you had Hannah on, but it was, like, the week that Hannah's, like, cat actually passed away, and, um she was like I can't write posts like I'm too depressed and then I felt that I was as I was writing posts because it's like you know like I think being creative like your personality goes so much to it so like when like your creative pieces are down because you're depressed it's just like I could not write anything happy I could not write about being in love I could not like sell the image of being in love and like finding your person and it was just like I remember I was on the phone with my coworker because she's kind of like my best friend now and um, she was editing this video with like this host and then it was something like kind of like out of the twilight zone or like uh black mirror and like she kept having to like edit this portion over and over again which is like the host was saying like oh like you're gonna marry your best friend 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 and that just like broke me down where I just like messaged my manager and I was like hey I need like a week off from work like I can't work the way I'm doing because like I'm not sleeping I'm not eating like I just overslept and I was late to I didn't even go to like our zoom meeting because I took like this fat Xanax I didn't know like it would just knock me the fuck out and like because I just had like such high anxiety and it was like such a bad breakup and I think getting out of like bridal to kind of just pursue other things and be happy being single like that kind of like made my life a little better because I don't know when you're when you have like something in front of you that kind of says like this is the normal. Like, the normal is that you find your person, you get married, but, like, not a lot of people think about, like, the normal of, like, you know, you're single, you're happy, you're living your life. Like, you can be, like, that cool aunt that, like, jet travels to, like, some part of, like, fucking Southeast Asia or some shit. 100%. And, yeah.
1: So, uh, bridal was fun. No, and I... Yeah. And I'm so glad that you actually brought that up because I felt like that I just dealt... I just dealt with something so similar and not in the sense of, like, bridal, but in a sense of, like like being creative and not being able to output and, and yeah. I had messaged my boss because I was so stressed I felt so overworked I felt mm-hmm. so overwhelmed with like not everything that was happening professionally but also personally and mm-hmm. so I messaged my boss and be like and I had made mistakes on mm-hmm. every single social asset I created for the week every every single one mm-hmm. nothing I mean nothing was like published live but everything mm-hmm. was sent for approval and she's just like I mean she was giving me real-time feedback which I appreciated but I was like fuck like I in the midst of that entire week was like I'm just gonna get fired all day every day I was like I'm not gonna make money and like like my initial response is always like fight or flight so I have to think like God forbid that this happens. How am I going to like, how am I going to make a living? How am I going to make money? Right. And this comes from like this, like immigrant mindset of like, yeah, I just need to live. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so like I wasn't performing. I didn't know what to do. Like I spent all day, like Monday, like crying and I was like with my boss and I was like, dude, I was like, I had like three different panic attacks and I was like, I don't know what's wrong. And I was like, but I'm starting to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the best that I can. And I can only imagine in your world where your world is surrounded by happiness and love. Yet the one thing That would allow that for you to create Mm. was like essentially stripped away yeah right and so like but people need to understand that that's like normal and that's okay and i think like when they're dealing with things like this like when it comes to like love and relationships, like it's going to affect your everyday. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. that's that's an allowance for you. Right. And I'm not saying taking an allowance like every other day because you got in a small fight over the fucking coffee filter. (laughs) But like (laughs) Yeah. But like when big events happen like that, when you are expecting like an engagement and a marriage and a happy happy ever after and that doesn't come for you. Like that's you know, that's a big adjustment. That's a big change and and I don't think a lot of people like give themselves enough credit that it is gonna affect their like day to day.
0: Yeah, because like I remember, like I don't know, in that moment and like in that those weeks, I was like, I wish I went into something where like your mind wasn't so focused in. Because I think being creative, like you know, your mind is just so focused on like you know what's in the back of your like you know your little noggin and stuff. But like numbers, like we had reports that weekend. Like reporting was the only thing that saved me because I was like, this is just numbers and numbers Mm -hmm. and numbers and numbers graphs and just like equations and like excel sheets over excel sheets and I was just thinking like I should have fucking gone into like accounting finance something just hard numbers my emotions aren't involved and like yeah yeah and I did remember like I did reach out like I reached out to like so many people like I didn't imagine that I would reach out to like I remember I reached out to this girl that was on our South Africa team to heck with and then I was just like my boyfriend like broke up with me help and then she's like oh and she was actually the one that told me like you need to take a week off because technically this is considered like ptsd like that's what my therapist like Mm because she also her case was worse than mine she was in this relationship for like five years with this dude um month before their wedding she had the wedding dress she had everything fucking booked she was working at our bridal company and then he just had cold feet and left her what? and then i was just like like that's
1: it and he just ghosted
0: yeah like they were i think they were like high school sweethearts or something like that he just like left her and then it was just like they were in the same friend group too and i was like okay this is making me feel like my situation isn't as, weird, as bad but at the same time it still hurts not as bad but still hurts but she was like definitely like a big like um like a big help in terms of like helping me heal telling me what's okay and like what's not okay and low-key kind of like free therapy because like i I couldn't afford a therapist at mm-hmm. the time. And, um, you know, she went through like extensive rounds of like therapy. She was like, yeah, like I'm in it like a year and a half into therapy. And I'm finally like off my, my, um, antidepressants. And I was like, Oh,
1: good for you. And, yeah. yeah. Well, wow. I always say like, you know, yeah. like love is the most powerful drug and mm-hmm. I think it's the least amount of training and like experience that we really get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people really like have a hard time like opening up and having like discussions about this. Yeah. And it, Weird that you bring that up too. So, I was reading this post the other day. I was like, just kind of like looking through like content for uh, like uh, for my socials and whatnot, and there was it was like an inbox confession session, and it was like this woman that messages therapists, and it was like, you know, I was with I was with my partner for like X amount of years. It was something above five years, and she goes, you know, like our sex, we've never had sexual chemistry. And she goes, I've never realized, like, how mm-hmm. um, how important sexual chemistry was. He's She goes, because on my wedding night, she's like, I made every excuse in the book, and I was so excited when you made, when we made, like, some excuse or something happen where we didn't sleep together. What? Yeah. What's on what their happened? wedding night. And then, like, time goes on, and she goes, and then she's like, and then I had an affair. In oh that affair, mm-hmm. she's like, it was the best sex I've ever had. And she's like, that revolutionized everything, and I started to realize, like, that there was something questionable in my relationship and then and then she goes she she tells the person that she's with mm-hmm. she's like you know like i had an affair blah blah like xyz about sex and mm-hmm. then he goes oh we want to like like we should go to like sex therapy and she's like in all reality she's like i don't even want to go oh so fuck. oh yeah but i was like it's like just kind of crazy how like just nobody talks about these things that like really happen within the relationship right whether it be like the getting cold what happens if you get cold feet when you're married Mm -hmm. what happens if you're in a long-term relationship and somebody just like leaves you out of nowhere what if like you don't have sexual chemistry and you're not seeing it what if i don't know there's like so many what ifs and like why don't we talk about it right like why is it like such like this like Mm -hmm. sacred or like taboo thing i Um, think it's
0: just people are just really really shitty communicators because at at the end of like all this like why are people like this and that like it's just really comes down to like communication and communication styles and like i probably would have been that same lady because if i think back on it like yeah like my ex is probably like the worst partner i've had aside from the guy who just like kept humping my belly button on a hookup
1: wait i'm (laughs) (laughs) you <laughs> laughing at my misery? He kept, hold up. He kept <laughs> humping your belly button.
0: Yeah, I call it. Well, my friends and I call him like the belly button humper. Um, so when is I this was, a
1: person off a dating app too? No,
0: we had some, okay, no, actually it was, it was their Tumblr, when Tumblr was a thing. So, so it's still dating
1: app, okay. We're just... Tumblr
0: is a blo- micro-blogging platform, Maria, that was bought by Yahoo now.
1: Yes, but I'm just, <laughs> but, like, literally it was, like, I feel like the early form of like, dating apps, because now Instagram is becoming, like, the next dating app. Well, true, you get fucking weird creepers
0: there. Oh um, yeah. Oh, I just
1: literally got hit up today, and I was laughing so hard, and it was this dude that was like, hey, sugar, are you <laughs> single? You want to talk? And I'm like, Ew. what? Stuff. Why? Who says sugar anymore? I know it was very uncomfortable. And then I texted my dude and I was about to ask. I was
0: about to say like, did you text your guy? And oh, one hundred percent. I always send
1: him the weird shit that I got. Like one time, this dude messaged me, and it was like this whole. You guys, it was like this whole like five hundred word like paragraph, and then a a fucking headshot. He sends a headshot at the end of it, and I'm like, And I'm like, is this like a LinkedIn thing? Why? My girlfriend the other day even told me she's, like, she gets hit, she gets hit up, like, every day, or every, day every, or every other day on, like, LinkedIn from dudes that are, like, hey, like, what's up? Like, you single type of thing? And I'm, like, dude, social media is, like, literally now the next, like, fucking bumble.
0: It's just, it's so, it, it's just so gross. I'm just kind of, like, ill like, why does this happen? And, like, honestly, like, if it weren't for, like, the whole stalker thing, I would have not learned that there's an option on instagram and facebook where you can actually put that oh people the only people that can message you are your followers or people that you're following and i was like what a beautiful option to have so i have that option and like no randos can like message me anymore Um, i know it's great but yes kenny was the belly button kenny the belly button humper yes that was his name Okay, so I,
1: I just, I want to know, like, why, what happened? <laughs> was he trying to put his dick in your belly button? I, we
0: were just, like, it was, like, you know, I was, like, laying on my back. It was, like, missionary, and then I don't know why. I guess because he was, like, wearing a condom, that it was, like, a very looped condom that I would just, like, I kept trying to adjust, like, oh, wait, let me, and then he's, like, no, no, this is good, and I was just, like, like he would just, and then he would just be, like, oh, yeah, maybe does that feel good, and I'm just, like, my belly button feels like it's gonna have a bruise tomorrow because you just keep thrusting it your small penis into like my belly button and it hurts and like I just just kind of like laid there and I was like oh my god just maybe if I just like wait till it's over so I just waited like another few minutes and then it was over I was like oh best or no worst like three minutes of like my life and like yeah he just like just humped my belly button <laughs> just that was it. That was you were, you, just,
1: you were like the only person that let somebody belly button fuck them. I've not. I mean, I can't say I've ever met somebody <laughs> that has their belt that has had their belly button like fucked with, except for you, <clears throat> which is uh, so, so shocking in so many ways. I I
0: I. No, he still hits me up to this day. Like I was, I was 18, so I'm 26 now. So like even eight years later, he just kind of like still was like, hey, and I'm just kind of like ignore ignore so i just
1: don't understand yeah. at what point somebody thinks that like your are like uh, <laughs> your belly button is just not between <laughs> your legs like it i, I think I,
0: it was just like so like lubed and like maybe like he was like so small that it just interesting felt normal. i don't know yeah so yeah so weird I, just men just i feel like and i don't know as girls i feel like you can't like say okay there was this one guy who was he was such a dickbag like I remember he was like part of like Pike or whatever and he went to like UCR his name what the fuck was his name his name was like fucking Kyle Garcia there I fucking said it and I'm just gonna call him out because
1: yeah call him out he he
0: doesn't he doesn't follow me or whatever but um he was so douchey I just remember I went over to his house and then I was just he said something kind of rude and I think he was all like oh yeah like another girl gave me head before I came and I was like what the actual fuck? And then he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, well, whatever. Your dick is fucking small." And then he's like, "Oh, well, you're just fucking loose." I'm like, "No, you're just. Why the fuck are you? So-? And just, oh, just guys are just the worst. And like, that is so interesting. I feel like
1: I've just never had such like an awful experience. And like, I'm just gonna knock on wood there, but." It's like, so, and I don't know if it's just because I've always been in like very like long-term monogamous relationships. So it's like hearing these like wild, crazy dating stories from like, cause I feel like all of that always happens in like your early teens and your early twenties. And I feel like when you're kind of getting your like, your like late twenties and thirties, that all kind of dissipates. Cause I think people kind of really know what a little bit more Mm -hmm. of what they want and they know how to to do like to hope they know how to communicate better. So, like, that all kind of changes. So, I just, like, love to hear about people's stories when they date Uh, again in that, like, early stage of life. And I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Like
0: meet so many people that just don't respect others' boundaries and that just think, like, they're just hot shit. Because, you know, like, some guys, like, they get turned on by that dirty talk and they're like, oh, yeah, baby, tell me how it is. And then you just gotta, you know, to keep the momentum going, you just gotta lie sometimes and be like, oh, yeah, you're so big, but you're, like, Really, you're like a little bit below average, be stroking a little different, but I ain't going to say that. Otherwise, you're going to go cry and we're
1: not going to go finish and mama wants to finish right now. Yeah. So. You're like thinking about like dinner. You're thinking <laughs> about what's like happening tomorrow. You're like, fucking I got a Zoom meeting in two hours. Like got to feed my fucking dog when I get home. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things going through like a woman's mind, I feel like at that point.
0: <sighs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, I, I think
1: so when I posted the thing
0: the other day on my, like, close Instagram stories, I I I posted, like, I drank dumb bitch juice because I got feelings for my friends with benefits. Yes. But that's, (laughs) that's because, I don't know, he's, like, the only normal person I've talked to in a really long time. He's Mm -hmm. super sweet, he's, like, really caring, and he's, like, really dorky. Like, I think I matched with him because, like, he, like, had this, like, dumb picture of him trying to, like, smoke a bong, but, like, his whole mouth is like, over, like, the the head thing of the Mm ball. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. He's funny. And then I think he's probably, like, the best partner, like, I've had. But then at the same time, he's like, I don't want anything serious. I'm just like, always the good ones. I don't want anything serious. And it's always the shitty ones that just...
1: Yeah, just... So... Mm -hmm. But so you guys have, like, talked about it and, like, that you just, like, he came to the consensus and, like, you agreed or what? Um,
0: So... I actually came back from, like, a really bad date with lazy Eye Kevin. Um, yes, lazy Eye Kevin. Um, I almost died two times during the date because he didn't see that it was a yield green. I made a U-turn, and I said, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's like, I'm making a U-turn. And then I was like, all the other cars are, like, honking at you. You didn't see it was, like, a yield? And he's like, oh, no. And then we got almost got hit again because there he again. wasn't, like, looking. And I was like, dude, this guy, like, sucks. And then I just remember like whatever, we're probably not gonna end it together. Austin, um, just like messaged me and was like, What are you doing? And I was like, I just got back from like a really bad like fucking date And he's like, Oh, you wanna come over and talk about it? And I was like, Yeah and then he just kinda said to me and pre phased um before it came, he's like, I just wanna let you know, like, I'm not looking for anything serious and then it was also me just I gave my two weeks notice, and then I was like, I don't think I have the bandwidth to like, into a relationship, because I'm starting this new job, it mm-hmm. sounds very demanding, like my HR, and my director of marketing, they would like, message me at like, 9 or 10 p.m., even before I started the job, and they were working all the time, so I was like, yeah, I probably like, don't have the bandwidth mm-hmm. to like, get into a serious relationship, so I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not, we'll just like, have fun, and then now I'm just like, your girl drank dumb bitch juice and she caught feelings for her friends with benefits. That's gonna be my theme song. And I don't know how to effectively get into a relationship because both of my exes before this, I was friends with benefits with before. So I don't know how to wait until like the fifth date. And then my co- friend is like, you're just like Costco
1: samples. You just give it out so easily. I'm just like, LOL. You fucking bitch, asshole. you gotta just, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it just depends. Like, right? Like, yeah what you want you just need to define and if like this and sometimes it's gonna fucking suck and it's not gonna be easy and sometimes you can still like love or really deeply like the person and if they don't want the same thing and that's what you're looking for like Mm -hmm. for your own sanity you just need to cut it um and again i'm not telling you what to do it's just a matter of like i know for me like i wouldn't be able to like be in a and again i did this three years Back and forth with somebody that I genuinely fell in love with. Um, We did the whole, like, we're best friends thing. And, like, we're going to make it through anything. And I was with... We were together through our lowest lows and our highest highs. And when he lived in, like, Santa Barbara. And when he was back here. And it was just, like, it didn't work. And the last thing that happened with us, it was, like... He calls me and he's like, I can't not be around you. Because he lived three hours away. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, so like he needed like that physical kind of attention and then we still stayed like close friends and we still to this day are close friends. Like obviously like that like emotional part is gone but you know like it was that something that that I would have changed now if that was happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean at the time I was in my early twenties, so like I was still learning, and I was still figuring out what I wanted, but was yeah. it worth the like mental battle? Like absolutely not. Like I think that, that was like the most like tragic and most like turmoil part of my life so yeah I mean that's those are just questions you're gonna have to ask yourself right like is that gonna be worth it for you
0: it's because like I was just so miserable with my ex Mm. in bed that I just kind of get like oh like what if they end up like my ex and they just like fucking suck yeah yeah but I know but that that can be trained. remember that yeah no I don't we, I tried talking to him about it, but you know, like some guys, like they're just like very, like, their egos are like very big. Like, yeah. You know, like they just like, they've been told certain things their their life, like, oh, like you're so great at this, blah, blah. And so, like, why wouldn't I not be great at sex? Sure. That's just kind of the thing, but. Makes sense. Yeah, crazy times, just.
1: Yeah. So I guess, like, on that note, like, <clears throat> moving forward, what is it that you're like ideally looking for? Like, what is your perfect. <sighs> Perfect relationship perfect situation
0: i don't even know because i feel like i'm just so like mentally exhausted from like meeting people and like i think my dating profiles used to be like very centered about me like traveling that um eventually people did, like i would always get the same question of like oh where have you traveled to and like i would just have like my notes open and like my iphone and i would just like copy and paste all the countries i traveled to and I yeah. just ended up having a lot of like copy and paste like answers of like, oh like what do you do? Blah blah blah, like how do you like it? And like very like small talk things where I just like it just got so repetitive, I would just go back to old conversations, mm-hmm. copy and paste it, and I just like don't really know. But I have made wonderful packs with my girlfriends that if we're all 40, buy so and so time, that we're just gonna buy a house together, it's gonna be nice, we're gonna have a bunch of cats, we're gonna have a bunch of dogs be some foster mamas. I'm here live for live a cute single life and that's all we need. And yeah,
1: you know what? That's like it, and I think that that should be normalized. I think that it doesn't right like we talked about earlier, like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean happiness doesn't mean being like married or in like a filled relationship. I think a lot of times happiness can mean a woman or a man or anyone that's in a like fruitful position at work. Mm-hmm someone that is traveling the country and is a freelancer, somebody that's just like a dog mom or dog dad, like somebody Mm. that's maybe just figuring it out, living at their like parents' house or whatever. Like, I think that that there's like no defined line of what true and real happiness is. And I think Mm -hmm. we need to walk away from the sense of like, it means this weird American dream of white big offense, married children or whatever, right? Because we all have a different path.
0: Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. I, I think it was, like, such a big learning curve for me, like, since I broke up with my ex of, like, and at the same time, like, my parents are going through this divorce, and, like, I see all my other friends getting divorced, and, like, they're talking about, like, their divorces, so I'm just kind of like, you know what? I can wait to find the right person. Like, I'd rather wait or, like, not find somebody at all, because, like, going through a divorce is, like, so messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and just... Expensive. And, yeah, it's just fucking expensive, dude. Just, like, it's just not something I ever like want to set foot in and then like so many other things where I'm just like I like when you ask like what do you want I'm like okay now I can think about like what I want which is like I don't want like a shitty partner but Mm -hmm. like yeah but that's
1: enough too yeah
0: yeah so that's why just working in bridal sometimes I'm just kind of like oh like
1: I know it's like really bad to think but I was like
0: I wonder if they're gonna get divorced or like
1: I mean, I think yeah. about that, too. Like, I think that's kind of, like, a weird, normal thought. Because, Yeah. so, in episode one, like, I talked to, with Jen, and she's a divorce attorney, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, most, for your first divorce, like, typically happens in before you turn 30. And oh, I remember that. I was
0: like, dude, that's mm-hmm. so true. And yeah. I know this is really weird to say, but, like, it's such a taboo, like, in, like, vietnamese catholic communities because i come from like a vietnamese catholic background on my mom's side but it's just like such a taboo to like and just being catholic in general too like to get a divorce and then vietnamese is so shameful that like so many like older vietnamese couples they just like they're just really good roommates or they're like really shitty roommates together mm-hmm. like they just don't talk and i feel like my parents were down that road but then mm-hmm. um you know, my dad apparently found the love of his life, which was not my mom, and now they're together living in a house. And I have stepbrothers now that I have never met, and I hope it doesn't turn into one of those weird Pornhub series.
1: You know, if it makes you feel any better, I found They're off. not attractive. I've seen
0: pictures. <laughs> Do not start with me. Do not start with me, Maria. I saw your eye. I saw, I saw were side glancing at me, and then you're like, you know. I'm like, uh-uh, nope, don't you not even. Matthew is not cute at all. No, he would be a hard swipe, wait, to the right, to the left.
1: Uh, the best is that I was gonna say, is that I found out that I too had a half-brother. Oh. Yeah, and I had no idea. Correct. I found out like when I was in my, no, I found out was when I was like in my mid-twenties, apparently my dad had a kid, and he's like somewhere in Russia, I don't think my dad talks to him either, but found out from my aunt, my parents still haven't talked to me about it, so yeah dude foreign families are fucking weird i'm sure you can attest to that but it's like this shit is like strange
0: i dated my aunt's ex one time
1: that okay <laughs> 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 and, you know I just, courtney like I'm, I'm not even surprised at this point. i don't even i don't even know like why that's a thing but like i just yeah I just we're the
0: same age I just i did not date anybody who was 40 i was about to date somebody who was 40 he was kind of an asshole, so I, I i called it off. And yeah,
1: how did you meet him?
0: The 40 year old or my aunt's ex? Aunt's ex, my aunt's ex. Uh, we actually met through Tinder. Um, and <sighs> Amazing. they went, beautiful. Yeah, I know. They went to the same high school, and um, he was like on the baseball team. And we're still good friends to this day. Like, yeah. sometimes he'll just kind of hit me up and be like, How you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good, and then turns out, and then it kind of turns into like so are we going to do this in your car or, like, my car kind of thing or, like, you know. Yeah. So we're still good friends and, like, he'll check up on me because he knows, like, sometimes I do get depressed. Um, I just think sometimes it's funny when people are like, oh, you think it's going to be so weird, but, like, my aunt is, like, the same age. I'm like, dude, like... If you come from, like, an immigrant family, you know, like, back in, like, the old country, they were just pumping out babies, like, this one's gonna do the mopping, this one's gonna do the gardening, this one's gonna help this one garden, this one's gonna yeah. be, like, the hoeer over here and just plant stuff, and this one's gonna boil the fucking potatoes or some shit, I don't know. Like, they were just popping out babies, so, like, you yeah, had this- it's all for help. Yeah. <clears throat> so you get, like, these large, like, um, you know, like, age gaps and stuff sometimes your mom would think she was on menopause but then she wasn't and then she popped you out like you know 10 15 fucking years later then you're already something year old like sibling and so it was just like when I added him on Facebook I was like oh how do you know so and so and then he was like oh we dated and then he was like how do you know her I was like she's my aunt and yeah but we're only like two years apart so it's not even like but it's still
1: like such a weird concept like I think Mm -hmm. when you think about it right like just being in the family and then realizing how small the world is and then it's like how big your family like becomes and then how small you're in your inner circle is. I I don't know. It's just Yeah. Shocking.
0: I went on this date, um, with this guy that's from San Francisco and um my friend Mark, who was in love with this girl named Midori, I'm just gonna name drop, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mark would really like this girl named Midori, but she was hung up on this guy and like I never knew who this guy was and then um, we were all in the state, and for some reason, like, him being in San Francisco and she lived in San Francisco, I just clicked. I was like, do you know a girl named Midori, like, blah, 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 blah? And then he was like, how do you know her? And I was like, oh, my friend Mark was, like, totally in love with her, and then, you know, she kind of, like, let him on. Like, he flew all the way to, like, San Francisco to do, like, one of those, okay, I think they're kind of dumb, but, like, driving raves or whatever. And then she just, like, friend-zoned him at the rave, and he was like rolling and shit and that was like the worst thing that could happen and then I was like how do you know her and then he was like oh I dated her and I was like wait did you date her from like so-and-so time and blah blah blah?" and then he's like yeah how did you know and I was like you're that guy that she's hung up over because that's why she didn't want to get together with my friend Mark and I was like wow what a small world and just yeah
1: I just dude Courtney I feel like you're like in unachievable bank of stories. Like, I feel like... I feel like I should
0: be a sitcom. Like, I think my life as a sitcom with, like, dating stories would be, like, fucking hilarious. Like...
1: I think you should write a book. <laughs> a book. I think you should write a book of dating stories because I would 20 out of 10 read that. I just, like, love hearing about other people's, like, stories and, like, strange things that they've been through. And I think that, like, I had this conversation the other day where, like, no matter what story that you've mm. had, you're... There, there's always gonna be somebody that you're gonna resonate with. Mm. Um, so... I mean, if that's a thought, you might as well. You already have the content skills. You've got the social skills. You've maybe. got a co- you've got a podcast now at this point to back <laughs> it. So
0: I don't know. Maybe I just like I, I could ruin a lot of relationships at this point. Eh, like, fuck it. Like, people know. need to know. Just like I've been thinking about it because I'm mean, thinking like, what if I did my cute little like stick illustrations? But I had to draw somebody like trying to hump my belly button as a
1: stick figure. That Please would be do- very hard. Oh, I would literally like <laughs> whatever. This shit's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah but i guess like on that note i think that's like a perfect place to kind of like to to end this (laughs) ridiculous trajectory seriously loved it so i guess i have like a little drop in here and we didn't cheers in the beginning Um, so i guess we'll cheers now isn't
0: it bad like to cheers with an empty glass okay but it's not empty okay here don't wait hold on hold on, hold on
1: here we'll do this we'll do this i'm just gonna there we go so that way it's not empty but all right, so let's cheers. cheers. Cheers, my baby. Thank you for coming on. I feel like we'll have to do a follow-up of like crazy shit that happened since you got your new job.